Tyree Nichols. Sometimes there are names that I am sure you will learn. And the name Tyree Nichols is one of them. Tyree Nichols, according to people who saw the body camera footage yesterday, was beaten by the Memphis police for over three minutes. And they killed this young brother. Five Memphis police officers have already been fired. Two firemen have been relieved of their duties as well, which tells you in some ways all you need to know about the severity of this case, that it's clearly indefensible. Our friend and brother Ben Crump said it reminded him of the Rodney King beating, but worse. And so here we are. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, facing down the exact same battles. I want to unpack and explain what we know about the brutal beating death of Tyree Nichols and talk about what comes next. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The Breakdown. All of us are exhausted by police violence in this country. It's old. It's it's exhausting at its core. But I think nothing may be more frustrating than the reality that we've already marched and protested and demonstrated. We've already took over highways and and you know everything that somebody could do. We've already done that regarding police violence in this country. And yet it remains. Yet it continues. Unstopped. Last year was the deadliest year ever for police violence, and here we are, right on track for this year to be worse than last year. Not just in the number of people killed by police, but in the severity and brutality of it all. Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old brother who was pulled over for police for some kind of traffic stop. I I do need to say it was five black police officers that brutally beat Tyree. People who saw it say it's the worst thing they've ever seen. People who were there said they already saw Tyree on the ground, lifeless, listless, not moving. And people refusing to provide any type of aid or support whatsoever after they brutally beat this man. When photos were released of Tyree Nichols from the hospital fighting to survive, people didn't even recognize him. People that knew Tyree didn't even think that was Tyree because his head and face were so badly swollen. And when five police officers were fired, it appears the two fire department staffers, it appears they've been suspended. But when the five police officers were fired, everybody knew like, oh, this is clearly so far beyond the pale, so indefensible that they didn't even attempt to keep these officers, which is rare. A lot of people want to comment that it was Clearly easier for them to fire five black police officers, and I agree. Um, 
we are in a point where firing these men is not enough. They should have been fired, but it's not enough. Charging them with crimes, that's going to happen, but it's not enough. But yes, charge them, convict them. These men should be in prison. But what Tyree Nichols' family really wants, and I, I know this, they would rather their son be alive. What every family struck by police violence in this country wants isn't quite justice. What they want is their loved one back. And so families search for some kind of accountability, some kind of justice. But if justice means balancing the scales, what this family really wants is their loved one back and everything else is a poor substitute for that. Vengeance is a poor substitute for having your loved one back. And yet these families have to grasp for whatever they can. We are demanding that the video be released. I'm grateful that Shelby County, Tennessee, has a district attorney that we know personally, that we trust. We believe this district attorney is going to do right by this family. The district attorney's office has not yet released the video and says that they expect they'll do so any day this week. They're still trying to find and interview people. And what I was told is that they will release the video after they're able to interview their final witnesses because once the video is released, it can improperly inform what witnesses say they saw. And so I'm taking the district attorney's word for it that the video will be released this week. But it's again one of those moments where I'm asking myself, what are we supposed to do about this? Like, what, what do we have to do to make this stop? I have some thoughts and ideas right after the break. We'll have some quick words from some of our sponsors. Appreciate you all. All over the country, some of the worst police violence that happens happens after traffic stops and particularly after traffic stops of African-Americans. We see black men, women and children shot and killed, tasered to death, choked to death, beaten to death. And one of the things that a lot of people are calling for, and you know what, I'll just focus on this policy. A lot of people are saying, as is done around the world, that traffic stops and traffic violations should not be conducted by armed police officers that will use force. And over the past few weeks, as we've seen different cases of armed police officers armed with guns, tasers, batons, and other weapons, when armed police officers are injected into traffic violations, horrible things can happen. And what we, what we understand is this. Police officers, it's like a, there's a phrase that goes something like, when you see everything as a nail, a hammer will do. And police officers, they bring a hammer to everything they do. And it doesn't matter if it's a traffic stop, if it's a mental health call, they got the hammer. And they're ready to drop the hammer right on your face. Doesn't matter if it's a traffic stop. They have the hammer. 
And they're going to try to solve that thing with a hammer, with a gun, with a taser, with a fist. Everything they do, they bring violence to. So many calls needed compassion, needed care, needed professionalism, but they brought the hammer. Because to them, everything is a nail. Everybody is a nail, particularly every black man and woman, boy and girl is a nail. Doesn't even matter sometimes if the police officers that stop you or or find you are black or white. And this is an old thing. You can listen to old NWA, old Ice Cube, old Scarface, where they talk about the brutality that would often happen from black cops being worse than the brutality from white cops. And here we are. Five young black police officers. I'm told that most of them are married with kids and families. I've got strong thoughts on what they did. I do believe the policy of having unarmed, nonviolent people perform these traffic stops, it could be a, a completely different department for all I care, would definitely be advisable. Where it's only tickets that are given. I have, I have some thoughts on just new technologies that can help in traffic stops. Like, just send somebody a ticket in the mail. You know, like, there doesn't even have to be a one-on-one interaction. Just send somebody a ticket in the mail. Like, we need to, we need to stop as much human interaction with police as possible. And because police are begging for more stops more interactions, more arrest, the more of those you have is simple math. The more beatings, the more killings you will have. And so as the number of arrests goes up, the number of people killed by police, the number of people maimed by police, framed by police, all those numbers also go up. But one way we could begin to slow down the number of people killed by police during so-called traffic stops or I'm doing air quotes, traffic violations, which we often never even can prove that the violation took place. Just seems like racial profiling. Is to put a completely different department on that. That is an unarmed, uh, quintessentially nonviolent department. Now, say these officers were unarmed. These officers, they use their fist, I'm told, to beat and batter this man. I don't know. I I haven't seen the video to know if they use any other weapons to beat him, any sticks or anything else. But here are officers that didn't use a taser, didn't use a gun, I, I believe. Maybe they did taser him. We will find out soon. What I know is that this family still needs us to fight. Tyree Nichols' family still needs us to fight for them. And that's what we'll do. Love and appreciate you all. I'm exhausted by all of this. It's too much. We shouldn't have to deal with this. This should not be our reality. Love and appreciate you. Listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, go now, please. Go now to the North Star. Go to the northstar.com and join today. We're really only able to do what we do because of the generous support of our members. And they're just everyday people just like you. Go now to the northstar.com and join today. Also, if you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, you can do so for completely free on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Go there, subscribe, listen, listen to the entire episodes. 
And we got some special things that we're brewing on right now. Take care, and I'll be right back here tomorrow. Bye now. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Yeah.